the thing as a business coach that I worry about is how change cascades down to different levels, how change happens, how someone uh, in the field um, understands why and what is going on up top and how, how to cascade change down so that there is emotional buy-in. What I've learned in all my research and, and time is change is emotional, it's not intellectual. And so how, how are crew leaders um, communicating change down to their people? And so that became the theme of the whole program. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another great episode of Out of the Hourglass, a podcast channel presented by Nolan Consulting Group. We're looking back at the 2021 Grand Summit Conference held just two weeks ago in Nashville, Tennessee. We reconnected with both longtime and new Summit members, sponsors, partners, as well as NCG colleagues we haven't seen in person for far too long. It was wonderful. It was reinvigorating and it was exactly what we needed. Today, Brian Nolan, managing partner and senior business coach for Nolan Consulting Group, walks us down memory lane with his favorite highlights and takeaways from the program. Today's episode of Out of the Hourglass is brought to you by our Grand Summit Platinum sponsor, Sherwin-Williams, your neighborhood store for paints, supplies, and color. Brian, I feel like we should start this podcast with the same way that you started the welcome reception at the Grand Summit. Do you remember what you said? All right, all right, all right. Exactly. That was a test too. You know, folks can't see us, but he was like, "What did I say?" Uh, We're yeah, back. Exactly. That's exactly how we kicked off the 2021 Grand Summit Conference. Brian and I are here just to do a recap, just to think about the week that was. This is about a week after um, a wonderful event in Nashville, Tennessee, with about 225 summit members, sponsors, team members, and it was fantastic. Brian, how do you feel about it as you kind of, oh, you're, we're a couple of days out of it now. Well, you know, as I told my team this morning, uh, it just keeps getting better for me uh, as a professional and as a leader. Um, I've got the best team I've ever had, and I've had a lot of teams before. Um, I'm tired, um, uh, but I'm um, I, I have a deep sense of satisfaction with how the team put this off, uh, the engagement level. You know, Molly, I, I talk about engagement as my most important value. It's what I look for most in, in my team. And every member of the team was incredibly engaged at the highest level I've ever experienced. And it showed, we showed up, the team showed up and gave it all. I mean, from, you know, from my perspective as kind of being point on logistics of the program, the team was certainly engaged from kind of a support perspective. I mean, when I needed someone to be somewhere to do something, they were there. Folks kind of took on just the jobs that needed to happen. Um, you know, we were kind of, we all, it was all hands on deck. And that's really nice to see when you're needed or when you need people, they show up. Yeah, because, yeah. And so much of what we do is community. And they showed up for the summit network and, you know, it's been, it's been two and a half years since we had a grand summit. And so there was this, this sense of relief that we were, we were finally back, you know, incidentally, what made it special is the community aspect. You know, there's a lot of different 
feelings out there about politics right now and about vaccinations and masks and all, right? There's this, there are two sides. And what happened last week is we came, we came as one. Yeah, even though there were a lot of people with a lot of different opinions, the community that was there was there to learn, was there to share in a trustful environment. And they were there to have fun. And I and, have fun. <laughs> and I know a lot of folks had fun. Um, I think just, you know, people were really happy to be in person, seeing faces, uh, having those small group conversations. Uh, so overall, you know, we we would say it was a well, a well-played event, and we're happy from it from an NCG perspective. You know, I want to recap the event from uh, you know, just from some some main themes, uh, many you know folks who listen to this were, were there, and we hope that you know we speak to what you felt. Uh, those who weren't there, we hope this gives you a taste of what the Grand Summit is all about. You know, we certainly can't wait to do the next one, and we always get more ideas and better at what we do for the future events. That's for sure. I can think about to my first Grand Summit in 2013, I think it was. Ahoy, San, Diego. San Diego. Oh gosh, how things have changed. I I was sitting at the registration desk um, with Sydney and I said, I can't even tell you how different this is than our first event that I personally mm-hmm. ran. Yeah. Just from the level of professional uh, way we, ways that we operate to how engaged people are to just all the moving parts. Uh, we, we keep getting better at it, which is great. <laughs> I'll go back. I think my first Grand Summit was 2006, and it was uh, basically Andrew and I, um, and we were trying to stuff uh, three inches of material into binders that it didn't fit, and we were, it was just a mess. But uh, that's continuous I- improvement, and we did get some lessons learned here that will Absolutely. apply forward. Uh, there are some things that could have been better, and that's how we roll, continuous improvement. Exactly. So let's start from the overall theme, Brian. The theme was cascading change. And what do we mean by that when we, when we reference that, that phrase? Well, you know, if it, it falls from our cascading leadership um, theme that we teach on often. And um, the thing as a business coach that I worry about is how change cascades down to different levels, how change happens, how someone uh, in the field um, understands why and what is going on up top and how, how to cascade change down so that there is emotional buy-in. What I've learned in all my research and, and time is change is emotional, it's not intellectual. And so how, how are crew leaders um, communicating change down to their people? And so that became the theme of the whole program. You know, and every program has a theme. Uh, so why this theme right now? You know, last, it was uh, last March when uh, change happened. So what I talked about is change happens to you and uh, you can react to change uh, or you can get ahead of it. And I thought that Summit members did a really good job last March, April, May of 2020 responding to it. But now it's time to look at the vision that each of us have. And now that we're used to adapting, let's get ahead of it. Let's understand um, what your vision is for your future, for your business. And then let's understand how to be an activator of change 
to achieve that vision. It seemed the right time. It seemed like the time to get off our heels onto the balls of our feet, understand where we want to go, then understand the mechanisms to get there. Which I think really is where the content of the workshops kind of that, that, that the cascading changes what that initiated the content to come. So we, we right. basically created a, a curriculum or an agenda around this topic or, or applying cascading change to particular topics and how people can look at it with that perspective. Um, I do just want to you know, make a reference. We did do a, a podcast on cascading change several weeks ago as kind of a lead up to your keynote, mm-hmm. which we were fortunate to have Brian Nolan as our keynote this year. And he did a tremendous job. Um, I think everybody who was there can say the same. Uh, but we, so we did a lead up to it. Then we'd recommend you take a listen to it. Um, but the keynote really dialed in on this. And you brought in a lot of different material that we, things that we've almost heard in the past, but you really connected them like mm. a really um, nice fitting puzzle and, 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 Thank you, Molly. and in an applicable way that, pe- that really struck home with folks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I I was talking about um, cascading change in two areas. One is you. So personally, how do you change yourself? And then secondly, how do you change, transform an organization? And you've got to first look at yourself and you've got to create the best version of yourself. Um, You've got to understand where resistance is stopping you. Uh, from things, are you too? Uh, are you too con- controlling and not not letting go? Are you solving problems instead of coaching? Uh, so you first look in in the mirror to understand what it is you need to do, and then we started talking about changes in the organization, cultural. How do you change culture? If your culture is not ripe uh, for where you want to go, nothing will get done. And then we talked about change in recruiting, training, um, hiring, uh, firing, uh, saving money. Um, what are all the different changes you need to make to achieve your summit? That's why we called it summit. Your mm-hmm. summit is your vision. It's a desired future state. It's when your business is operating for you instead of you feeling a slave to it. What we learn as coaches and what I particularly learned is Maybe we haven't spent enough time on coaching around how to activate true change to achieve your vision. Change is emotional. It's not just a thing on paper. How are you going to move an organization? Um, And I did relate uh, an experience that I had in 1994 with a, a CEO named Gus Gamash, who I still... Uh, coach around his themes today. Um, He moved me. He moved the organization. He got us to understand uh, the vision and the why. And uh, it was, it it was my, my earliest, most powerful experience as a professional business person. You know, in the lead up to the keynote, we, we talked about this Gus uh, individual and we're like, how, how do we find him? Like, wouldn't it be so cool if like Brian finishes his keynote and then we can like in, bring Gus up onto the stage, um, really throw Brian out of his element. Um, <laughs> that we're not, we, unfortunately it was uh, an idea thought of kind of too, too late in the game. Um, then we had too many moving parts already, but even when you finished Brian, I was like, shoot, I wish, I wish we had Gus here. 
I do think we need to send Gus your keynote though, because I think yeah. he uh, would be pretty impacted by it. So, um, so, so the theme I, I would say I ended with is lead like Gus, lead like Gus, understand how Gus, who was not an outspoken person, like Gus was not a loud person. Uh, in fact, he was, he was CFO before he became CEO. But what, what he was, was he was purposeful. Um, he knew what he wanted. He was dialed in and he shared the vision 10 times more than he thought he had to. Um, so how are you leading like Gus? Could you even say, you know, Gus was your impact. There's probably folks who were sitting in the audience that took your, your Gus and, and related it to somebody in their life, uh, whether a, a previous boss or mentor, and they, they have now kind of taken that, I'm going to lead like them. Like I'm going to, it's, it's finding who has really changed your leadership styles, uh, whether it's a Gus or somebody else and follow that path. Look, right. look, you know, you know, look for who has um, really stood out in your career path and follow that learn from that. And you, you said the cascading change aspect, you know, the first thing is about looking at yourself in the mirror. And we always know that's the hardest part to do. Mm. I personally loved part of your keynote. And we talked about this this morning as part of our, our team huddle is the, is the bringing in of different members. You highlighted several clients uh, throughout your keynote who have practiced this change. And I think it really provided some realistic awareness of what you were talking about um, from large to small scale. You even brought up Ryan Parsons from Brothers Gutters. He spoke and then Travis Ulrich from Webfoot. And they both really just applied what you spoke to and, and, and applied it to their, to their businesses. I think that's what made the talk um, so much fun for me. It was like this uh, pinnacle of uh, almost 18 years of coaching such an amazing group contractors uh, that I could actually draw in real experiences from mm-hmm. uh, Brian Stauffer's, uh, Sheldon Stewart, mentioning CEOs like Ross Forbes, Jason Parker, Paul Cook. Um, I, it was it, it was it was so real, uh, and that that's um, that's what made me proud. This is probably the first of many keynotes in your future, Brian. Well, they, they hopefully will keep getting better. I, I was coached to, to this one, like a lot of people listening. Um, I have a coach and um, uh, I was pretty raw when she got me <laughs> as a speaker. And one of my goals is to continue to become a better speak for, speaker so I can be more impactful, you know, and slow down my pace, be more thoughtful, understand the power of the pause. Smile more. Smile more. I smile a lot. Apparently not when I speak, though. My coach. Because you're in the it's you're in the zone. You're yeah, focused. It's true. It's true. So so really the keynote really kicked off uh the, the theme itself. And like we said, the sessions that followed really connected back to that keynote of cascading change as we went forward. Brian, what sessions, you know, post keynote really stood out to you? We we had a lot of sessions throughout the two days of content. You know, often we had a lot of general sessions. Then we had a lot of choose your own session where we had different tracks. We had a sales track, we had a field and operations track, and then we had an owners and management track. And folks got to choose what 
what session at that time was most applicable to them. You know, uh, first I'll say it was so awesome that we had so many next level uh, team members there. So many uh, summit members brought their head of operations and uh, head of sales. So the cascading change was actually happening there because you would see them meeting afterwards as a team and talking about change. So that felt really good. Yeah. And we're going to continue that. In fact, in in the next Grand Summit, we're going to have more peer groups, an HR peer group, marketing peer group, sales peer group. Um, But some of the ones that stood out to me, because the ones that I attended, and I I obviously uh, was part of editing and talking to all of the uh, speakers' content. But I thought Collins... Colin Nolan on The Secret, the book, and IDP's Individual Development Plans, that that really um, spoke to me personally because of the importance of IDPs in, in cascading change. I, I don't think you can cascade change until uh, you've had a serious IDP with your leaders. So it starts with the business vision, vision and then you do IDPs. So he had a panel up there of members who had done IDPs, that was huge. I thought Justin's Land, Justin Land's community engagement panel was so powerful because they really talked about the why. And the why is not just for community sake, but it's for, it's for the employee community sake. We talked about the power of engagement of your employees in community um, areas that that they're interested in. So um, this idea of involving your employees in causes that they feel strong about in an, in an era where retention is huge, that one almost gave me goosebumps. It actually did. I thought, I thought the Nolan painting panel was magnificent. I wanted to be up there. Uh, Catherine did an amazing job um, facilitating it as did uh, Kevin C. Nolan, Kevin's son, his daughter, uh, Colleen Nolan, Jim Falk, and Connell Moraney. I wanted to be up there because I love those people. They're they're my favorite people. You couldn't um, see Brian. No one could see Brian in the back, but he was like pacing in the back of the room, trying to raise his hand, like on his tippy toes. He's he, when he says he wanted to be on that stage, he really wanted to be on that stage. I did because they they spoke about how change happens in their business, and they spoke about Kevin Nolan's uh, succession plan. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how Kevin socializes his vision and his change. And he does socialize it first and to make sure they're not too wacky. Um, so that was great. I thought uh, Connell did a great job in the field leadership covenants. I was privileged to be with him. Uh, you know, covenant is a promise that you make to yourself and your team about how you will lead. Uh, Mark Repkin did a great job in the sales management, talking about how to coach sales reps. I thought Jared Bias brought a lot to the table with the family business principles, as well as succession planning. I could go on, um, but I, I was really uh, proud of the uh, speakers and, and content. Yeah. Like we said too, you, you know, we had multiple things happening at once, so you couldn't be in, in all places at, uh, at, at one time, but um, I mean, I had the privilege of kind of jumping in and out of a lot of them as I was making sure things were going smoothly and everyone did a fantastic job. Every, every room was filled to capacity. 
um, which was fun to see every, every session really held interest amongst the attendees. Yeah. I, I should also mention safety. The, uh, the safety session was very, very engaging um, with uh, Paul Cook and Connell Mulraney. I, w- I was in that one also. And that, that, um, that's a topical area that Summit's going to focus a lot more on in the future. Yeah, we really applaud all of our facilitators and our member panelists and thank them for their participation because getting them all involved really helps to bring impact um, and really brings uh, kind of a, a feeling of, I don't want to call understanding, but you're talking to your peers, you're hearing from your peers, you're asking questions to your peers, and there, there's something to that. It's authentic, Ma. It is authentic. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. It's authentic. No. So outside of the sessions, Brian, what other, you know, things maybe stood out to you, whether things that were done differently, any standout conversations? It was great that uh, the new members had uh, orange lanyards so people could could go to them and help them navigate. Uh, the rookie session was great. The the uh, 10 year awards, you know, we have we have 33 companies that have been, been with us um, over a decade and I think we add eight more next year to that list. If you're still with us, we sure so. do. I was I was looking at the uh, the list for when we do our next grand summit, and we have a um, quite a handful more to to congratulate. We pause for a quick moment to remind you that today's episode is sponsored by Sherwin Williams. Sherwin Williams is excited to introduce the newest way to visualize the perfect paint colors in your home. Now customers can use augmented reality to instantly see any of our over 1,500 colors using the new Instant Paint feature in Color Snap Visualizer for iPhone and Android. Seeing color on their own walls in real time puts faster, more confident color decisions at their fingertips, reinforcing our legacy of innovation that makes a difference to our customers. It's the latest way Sherwin-Williams is building color confidence and delivering a best-in-class experience to our customers. And now, back to our episode. What, I, what I'm also was uh, proud about is how the Summit member values came alive. Um, the biggest rock that I had this year um, was Summit culture. Um, it was almost like I, I said, it was a point where my, my vision and values collided um, uh, was, or I should say my vision and the culture collided in the summit member values, which is how we want members to feel when they're part of a group. And it was, um, it was on, on the napkins. We have, we have six summit member values. Um, I would, I won't test you now, Molly, on what they are, uh, but they are, they are uh, personal development, this, this feeling of continuous improvement, um, accountability, accountability to what we say and to meet commitments, collaboration uh, in, a, in a sharing environment, trust, uh, vulnerability, um, and uh, so that, so that trust can happen. Community, um, which is a sense of togetherness and friendship. And as I said, when I gave my little toast, uh, many of the people I work with are my friends. And 
that's a pretty, pretty special thing when someone can say that. I mean, I personally feel, you know, of those six values, you know, all of which definitely occurred and do occur throughout the member group. Um, but you know, what this program was really was a test to the community, the friendship and the collaboration of some oh, members because, oh. because trust was there because people have been on the path to personal development because they stay accountable because they, they were accountable and they showed up to an event of, like this. Yes, they did. Um, so it was like certain values are what got them there. And then certain values were lived there. Yes. Yes. So Brian, where are we headed next? You know, we, we, we come off of a, a program like this and we're all, well, we're energized, but we're tired. We're, we're energized, you know, um, uh, emotionally and mentally and physically uh, to, to an extent, but we're also really, you know, we're tired. So we're taking a moment to sit back, uh, to think about, uh, you know, what's coming next and to kind of get ourselves refreshed. But it's hard for us not to think about the next Grand Summit when you leave, when you leave one. Yeah. Let, so let's preview uh, where we're going. Um, 2022 is going to be the year of micro summits. Um, we took, talked about afterwards having um, a whole slate of extreme events, extreme summits um, of anywhere from 12 to 18 members uh, that want to meet up in a, um, a fun, extreme event uh, that they can also share. We're talking skiing, golfing, mountain biking. There was a group that talked about elk hunting. Um, Different uh, levels so of extreme will be available. They will. will <laughs> some be like, more, some like more extreme than others. Yeah. So we're really going to dial in on the relationship uh, piece of it. So um, that's going to be a lot for the events department, Mal, to organize. And uh, we'll probably be asking Paul Cook and May Cook if we can go to their place in Alaska. Uh, they, they own an elk ranch out there. So that will be really fun. The next uh, grand summit, we're going to get back on a March schedule for March, 2023. Um, and then the one after that will be, be March, 2024. So the events department is going to start to plan sort of two out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to do one a year after that. So the next one is 18 months and then 12 months, etc. But next year is going to be uh, Summit Adventures. Summit Adventures coming to you. And then yeah. we should just mention, you know, for our March 2023 event, we will be headed um, out west that direction. As many of you know, we like to flip-flop um, east to west coast um, or somewhere in the middle. Uh, we have a couple places um, on top of mind based upon some feedback um, or some suggestions from the summit members. So we'll be exploring those. And the goal would be to kind of have that dialed in within the next few months uh, so yeah. that we can kind of announce yeah. location and dates. Yeah. Let me just end with uh, the vision that I have for um, the uh, summit network. Uh, the vision I have is that um, we're calling it a uh, trifecta. So trifecta in every major city and Canada in the US. Trifecta is three of a kind, at least. So three different types of contractors um, in non-competing environments in every city, um, in, a, in an unparalleled culture. Um, and uh, we're on our way. And uh, I'm, I'm appreciative uh, to all 
that the, the membership and my team does to make that real. There are good things coming. They definitely, yes, there uh, the, the Grand Summit reminded us of that after being kind of living in a, a strange world for a little while. You know, the world still remains strange, but, you know, this provided us with kind of a moment of, I don't want to call it, call it normalcy, but a, a re, reinvigoration of what we do and why we do it. Um, high energy, yeah. high energy. High so. energy and some really good summit swag. So yeah. out there, I'd love to see those who went home with a summit, a pair of summit socks or a summit hat, tag us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I know our goal is to really bring the summit brand alive and we need your help to do that. And uh, we only continue uh, to look to do more of that in the future. Well, Brian, epic job. Great Grand Summit. Right we back at you, Ma. That was can, a lot to organize. We can check that one off and uh, we look to Summit Adventures coming to a location near you. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan a nationwide business consulting firm with coaches located around the country. Have a question, comment, or idea for a future episode? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.